0: All right. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. We talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Allison Swihart, who's the co-founder of Syndetic. Welcome to the show. How's it going?
1: Thanks so much. I'm doing well, as well as can be expected, I think, given the year that we are in. 100%.
0: 100%. Well, you know, fortunately, the year is almost over and hopefully the 2021 will give us something else, something different yes. than, than, than what 2020 Yes. Has.
1: Yeah. But, and my birthday's on Friday. So ooh, we're, that's very we're pulling exciting. through.
0: <laughs> happy, happy early birthday. Very, Thank very you. exciting. Um, so, you know, I'm very excited to learn more here about what you're working on with your company. For people that haven't heard of Synthetic, um, what are you working on?
1: Yeah, so uh, we are Shopify for data, which means that we create instant storefronts out of any data set uh, for companies that are currently selling data, that want to sell data, that have data sets that they've generated uh, as part of running some other business, um, and they want to sell it. Uh, We help them do that uh, by creating instant web-based storefronts for them.
0: So kind of walk me through a little bit of like the, the, the user experience here. If I landed on your website, I heard about it from this podcast. Um, what Can you kind of walk me through the product experience? You get on the website, what sure. you're able to do, how, kind of how it works in that sense?
1: Yeah, exactly. So um, just like Shopify, um, from our customers' uh, side... Um, To get started, we just need the data set. So you can either uh, upload the data manually or we can create an S3 bucket for you. We can connect directly to your data warehouse if you have something like Snowflake. And that's all that it takes. we then give you a login where you can uh, put your storefront into your own branding, you can change the colors, you can upload your logo, you set the pricing, you can package your data into um, different bundles of data products. Um, You obviously describe the data and uh, then you publish your storefront. We give you a custom domain. Um, So in that sense, it works very similar to to a Shopify, to a Webflow, any of those kinds of um, web-based tools. And then uh, you, publish your shop, you give it to your customers or potential customers, you put it out into the world. And from those customers side, the experience is just like any other e-commerce experience, except that they're buying data. So they can filter through your data, they can find what they want. um, And then they check out using a credit card, um, or we can do invoicing as well for kind of larger data deals or for uh, recurring subscriptions.
0: Right, so this is pretty much fascinating because I'm like someone that has <laughs> like all these spreadsheets of stuff that I, I, I've i kept. And, yeah. you know, I, I actually, there hasn't really been that easy of a way to like, you know, make money off them, like make money off these assets. Is this something that like, it, it, for your, well actually before then, um, you know, actually I will ask it. Is this kind of for like businesses to kind of sell their types of data, product data, things like that? Or could this also be used by just like, a hobbyist that has, you know, I, I've collected this much data on like VC, oh. startups, or whatever. Like, yeah,
1: there? totally. Yeah. So uh, we have enterprise customers that have 25,000 employees. And we also have kind of Joe on the street, um, someone who heard about us who has some interesting data that maybe they scraped from the web somewhere, maybe they uh, just put it together manually and they want to see if they can sell it. Um, and it's just a kind of sole proprietor. We really run the whole gamut, um, but primarily we are B2B.
0: Got it. Now I'm kind of curious, how'd you come up with this idea? Or I guess in other words, like what's the origin story here? why did you decide to work on this?
1: Yeah, so I spent about 10 years in quant finance. Um, I worked at a large hedge fund called D.E. Shaw. Uh, for several years and a high-frequency trading firm called Tower Research. Um, both, you know, those companies specifically in finance in general are obviously huge consumers of data. Um, and when I left to go into tech, I, I joined a friend's startup called 750, um, which is a B2B marketplace for beverage alcohol. And uh, I was then on the other side of the table selling data. So we had a data product um, that we put out into the world. And I uh, was really kind of dumbfounded (laughs) that data sales works so unlike any other kind of sales. It's different than SaaS. It's different than obviously a physical good um, because it really just comes down to a person on the phone at the buyer and a person on the phone at the seller, just trying to figure out what does this data mean? Why should I buy it? Um, you know, the data itself is constantly changing. So that causes a whole host of issues around uh, maintenance and data cleaning and understanding, you know, what's going on with the data. So um, at that company, 750 is, is where I met my co-founder. He was the CTO there and the first employee. Um, and uh, we kind of became obsessed with this question of what does a data set mean? How do you prove the value of it to another person? And that's kind of where it started. We got kind of off and running on this uh, this question.
0: And this seems like one of these things. And I, I may not just know the market that well, to be honest. But like, this seems like one of these things that it's almost like just like, of course, like like if someone would have said, "Oh, could you? you know, where would you tell you did it?" You're like, "Oh, like you you do this, you this, to this." But like, yeah. But I mean, I haven't found anything. I think up until I think we got connected on Twitter. Maybe you know. However, we got connected. Yeah. Um. And and I found out about what you're doing. Is this like, like 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 are you kind of a unicorn in this industry? Is this like a whole thing? Because I've never heard of this before. I guess my question to you is like, is this like is this something that 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 um. I don't even know what i'm asking i just i'm just i just wondering it does not
1: exist it does not exist if you're asking why why
0: why don't you think it exists like this is something that seems um, like a thing that someone would do but why why hasn't it existed
1: i agree with you i think that it hasn't existed because well investors will say that the market is too small they will say that you know data providers in general there aren't enough of them data marketplaces in the past have failed um, a bunch of people have tried to do data marketplaces and they've all failed. My counter argument to that and and you know we went through why Combinator we have um, great investors who all come from the data industry. My counter argument to that is that there aren't you know 10,000 20,000 whatever data providers because we didn't exist, right? <laughs> Until something like this exists just like Shopify. Um, You're going to get a bunch of, you know, you're going to get an inefficient market. You're going to get companies who have this asset, don't know what to do with it. They don't have the tools. And just having a marketplace out there um, like Amazon, right? It's the difference between Shopify and Amazon. Amazon existed long before Shopify did. Amazon does not, you know, let the random snowboarding equipment store sell its stuff. Maybe they do now, but they didn't previously. Um, And... An aggregator is not necessarily the end-all be-all answer to all questions, even though a lot of investors hope that it is. Um, a lot of companies want to control their own message. They want to control their own branding. Data is kind of special in that um, you know it's a considered a very sensitive asset. And so a lot of companies don't want to necessarily put out to the general public, oh, I have this asset, um, you know, maybe there are competitive concerns. So we, by being so hyper-tailored to the data industry and to data providers, we give them so many specific options around their storefront that are very specific to data sales. So um, one example are data dictionaries, which is the common kind of language that's spoken between data provider and data data seller, like what does this data mean? It's a list of fields, um, what the fields mean, basically. Um, We have special tools around um, uploading your data dictionary, sending your data dictionary out. Um, We let our data providers not only kind of put a storefront out in public, but we also let them, um, you know, use it kind of on demos with customers where they can build orders on behalf of a customer. Um, That is very specific to, say, a hedge fund who wants, you know, a certain kind of Historical amount of data and on a certain frequency and all these kinds of things. So there, there are some things that I think make data special and make it really. Um, I don't know. I think maybe it was uh, you know waiting for someone like me to come along and who knew a lot about it um, to tackle it.
0: There's a there's a quote out there and I have no idea who said it. It's not mine, but it's pretty much um, like ideas are kind of floating out there in the ether. I'm waiting for the right time and founder to coincide and take that idea and run with it and build, you know, a billion-dollar company. And I I subscribe to that. I I subscribe to that pretty heavily. So yeah, that happened here too, which is great. I'm curious for you. What do you spend your time on in an average day? Like, you have a co-founder, so you split some responsibility. You specifically, like, you know, are you shipping code, doing customers, raising capital? What's a day in the life for you?
1: yeah, so my co-founder Steve is the one who who builds everything. He um, is you know, kind of top to bottom engineering. Um, I spend most of my time talking to customers. So that's everything from, you know, kind of marketing and general awareness to working with specific customers on building out their shop, um, which depends a lot on their experience. So, you know, for an enterprise customer or for companies who, are pure quote unquote pure data providers company who have been sell- companies who have been selling data for a long time. They don't need my help. They know you know how they want to price it, how they want to package it, what they want to um, get across to their customers. For other people who maybe like yourself, you know, have never sold data before, or a company who uh, is kind of new to the data sales uh, space. I spend a lot of time really just advising them on what is a reasonable price? How should you think about your data set um, compared to other data sets that might be out there in the same category? What type of customers should you be going after? Maybe that's financial buyers, maybe it's not. A lot of companies, um, when they get started selling data, try to immediately go after hedge funds. That's not always the right strategy for a lot of companies because hedge funds have very specific requirements, especially the quantitative ones on what kinds of data they want to buy, how much history they need, um, how you know what kind of coverage rates um, and how many tickers are covered in that data set. Um, they have pretty specific needs. And so I do a lot of advising um, to our customers on who they should be targeting, how they should price it, how they should package it.
0: Got it. It, it it's, it's such an interesting world. Um, I'm new to data as well. So so it's cool to hear. If you were to look out, you know, zoom out from the day to day and look t- into the future for this, what do you think this looks like in 5, 10 or 15 years? Or I guess in other words, wh- what's, the, uh, what's the big vision and what direction are you rowing in?
1: Yeah, the big vision is that every company that wants to sell data can <laughs> and that they do it through e-commerce. It sounds so kind of boring and uh, backwards really to be talking about e-commerce in 2020, Um, but the data sales industry isn't even close to being a full-fledged, you know, e-commerce space. And that is our vision that if a company wants to sell data, they, they just don't even think twice about it. They build a data shop on our platform and they can start making money right away.
0: And in order to make that happen, you'll need some help, you know, it takes a village to make a startup work. So my question for you is how can the forward thinking founders community help? Are you looking for customers, looking for investors? Are you hiring for any positions? How how can we
1: assist? Yeah, thank you. Um, so customers first, we're, we're obviously always looking for customers, and we're a very revenue-focused <laughs> company. Um, we, so we, yes, want to talk to any company that has been thinking about selling data um, and maybe hasn't had the uh, resources to do it. Um, those are really great customers for us. And then companies who are already selling data, we you know, hope that we can save those companies lots of time and money um, and help them sell more data. So that's first. Um, we are uh, not currently fundraising from institutional investors, but we do always look for kind of strategic um, angels and individuals who want to kind of uh, spread the, spread the data gospel with us.
0: And then for, uh, for my last question, if someone wants to learn more, become a customer, be an angel, anything like that, where, where can they find you online? What's your website? Are you on social? Do you have an email? How can people get in touch?
1: Yeah, our website is getsyndetic.com. So that's G-E-T-S-Y-N. D-E-T-I-C.com. Um, and you can fill out a form there um, and we'll get in touch with you or uh, anyone can feel free to email me. I'm Allison, A-L-L-I-S-O-N at getsyndetic.com. Um, I'm trying to be more on Twitter. because <laughs> That's what people do now. So um, I'm on there as well.
0: Cool. Well, I appreciate you coming on to the podcast and best of luck building this out. Thanks for coming on. Thanks
1: so much. Yeah, I really appreciate it.